Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Undying Light. I am your host, Alex, and I am joined on this grand finale with a dear brother of mine, Anthony, from Speak Gospel Truth. Say hello, Anthony. Hello, everybody. So Anthony was kind enough to jump on, and uh, after he just biked five miles in 180-degree weather... Right. Yeah. Is that is that how hot it was over there? Yeah, it was it was super hot and I was <laughs> I wasn't just biking like Pace Path or Canal. It was like mountain biking, like for real. So Th- wanna... this guy's hardcore. <laughs> I I'm waiting for the uh uh what are those the the cams where you're like going down the mountainside and you're like going off sides of cliffs and stuff. That's what I'm waiting for. Yeah, dude, care. I I I would do that, but I wreck so much. Like I, I got some great pictures <laughs> of just like my face, and it's like just complete road rash. You know who else is a mountain biker? Is uh, oh gosh, friendly Calvinist. I don't really. Know. I don't know. Yeah, he's posted. Oh, that's right. I've seen some of his stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he's posted some yeah. lit stuff, man. He's legit. Yeah. So I told him, I'm like, when you're in Maryland, you got to hit me up, and we'll yeah. go. We'll go pedaling for sure. Yeah, he's all over the place, dude. He's he's great. I love talking to him. Yeah, he's a good guy. Uh, so. Here's here's kind of the premise, right? So we've reached the end of the attribute series. You joined me for one of them when we talked about God's love, uh, and I have been joined with an amazing range of uh, people to come on and guest with, uh, as as guests with me. And uh, I can't thank all of them enough. They have all been tremendous. Those episodes were were awesome. Yeah. And so we have finally reached the end of this series. Um, I believe this will be episode number 13 in the whole series. And I think that's what we set out to do. Um, I'm actually looking at, uh, the shows now, just so I make sure I give you the right number. This will be so self-existing God. And then we've got one more. So yeah, this will be actually episode number 14 in that whole series. So we did quite a long trek through the attributes and again, it wasn't even exhaustive. I mean, no. these were just 
high level. Yeah, you did dig in, man. I mean, you 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 grouped the Omnis, which was great because I've seen a lot of people kind of break this out, and each one could probably have its own episode. Oh, ab- absolutely. You'd be going on for yeah. over a year. Yeah, I could be going. Yeah, I've, it's yeah. been insane how deep these can really get. Um, and and I love the approach, man. I, I some of the people that were just uh, were amazing when I had Z on here. She's like, I got I was at seven or eight pages of notes, <laughs> and. And then Leanne just took me for for everything I had in terms of trying to, you know, challenge me in knowledge. She was amazing. Yeah, um, those were great episodes. I just I can't thank all of those guys, all those people enough. They were so awesome. Um, everybody brought their own unique, you know, approach and and life to the show, and it was it was a blessing to have uh, to be friends with all of them and having you back on. And then obviously doing a matter of truth with you, it's been a tremendous blessing. So, uh, so really quick before we get into the meat of this show, uh, make sure you check out, if you haven't, this episode will air the last week of July. Um, obviously this is the final episode. So this is the 31st of July, which there'll be an episode of a matter of truth dropping the same day. So I might actually stagger the times just yeah. so they both don't drop at the same time. But uh, that's so that should work out. Um, but go back and listen to the, the, the Troy Paler episode, the story behind the IG account. That was <laughs> we, we had a blast recording that and it's a great story. So make sure you check that episode out. Yeah, it's um, a little it's a little longer than we uh, typically do them, but it is a great story. And we touch on such a wide range of of things with Troy and um and his perspective, which I think is huge mm-hmm. um, to have him on and, and his perspective uh, experiencing racism and uh, his thoughts on BLM and, and all these things that are going on that have infiltrated uh, the Christian uh, church. Yeah. Yeah. It was <clears throat> definitely eye opening and a great conversation. So check that episode out and follow him on IG. He's got a lot of great content that he discusses too. So um as well, this is the the day this episode airs will be the last day of the giveaway. So if you haven't, um, by the time this episode is on, make sure you go out and uh, um, get in for that giveaway. I'm getting giving away a Crees and Confessions Black Goat Skin uh, ESV Bible. And then I'm giving away five Theologians on the Christian Life books. Uh, an amazing stack. This is probably easily the biggest giveaway I've done. So make sure you get in on that. I've, uh, as we record this, it, uh, this is day one of that. And my, my, that post is blown up there within an hour, already had over a hundred plus comments on it. So nice. tremendous response right out of the gates. It's good stuff. Very. Yeah. It's good to get I'm, back. It is. And, you know, I thought about, uh, <clears throat> I thought about, you know, like, do I want to make this international? or not. And then I got to thinking, I'm like, you know what? It needs to be international because I have so many people from all over the world and I can, I can stomach paying a little bit of money for shipping. So, um, if by chance somebody happens to win from overseas, then, you know, we'll, we'll make that happen. But I see so many people do it and limit it to like the U S and I'm like, man, that just, it kind of creates that like funnel and I, and I try not to do it. Same thing with the patron page, right? You know, you and I had some discussions, like how do we want to, how do I want to stack the tiers and stuff? And 
your suggestion was brilliant. Just set it all at a dollar and let people, you know, choose what they want. And yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the, the easiest way that I can give back is that open the doors for everybody. And, and if you decide to give more than a dollar to the undying light ministries, then, um, your, your, your blessing goes a long way, but I give, I, I, you know, I give all of that I can back into that. I actually just uploaded a, a sermon that I don't think I've made public. So you can check all that stuff out. There's a lot of exclusive content that goes through that. And, uh, I, it's a huge blessing. So, um, any other, uh, I got one more house cleaning item and that's the logos, uh, partnership. I'm still running through with that. So make sure you check out logos.com forward slash undying light. And that's actually a promo that Anthony and I are a part of. So it's on an, a matter of truth and undying light. So we both kind of are positioned behind that. And, uh, so make sure you check that out. You guys can get, um, some great deals. Uh, I mean, if you're a new logos customer, you don't have a faith life account, sign up, pick five books. Cause they're going to throw those into your uh, library for free. And then you'll get, you know, whatever package you sign up with. So you'll get a ton of, you know, right out of the gates, you know, you'll get a ton of material. And I think for a long time you had the fundamentals, didn't you? I did. Yep. And that's like a hundred resources, right? Like a hundred different books. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's the, that was a great uh, package in and of itself. And since I've upgraded, I can't even on my computer, I can't even download the software. I got to get a new computer because it's so huge. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I have an old, I have an old computer. Um, but you know, I have it actually the, uh, I think it's eight on my phone and it's, it's unbelievable what you get. It really is. It's, it's a blessing. It's awesome. Yeah, it's been uh, for, for both of us and and everybody I know. It's a huge blessing to have. It is a big piece, and I've always I've told everybody that it's a, it's a big chunk of me- software. It's a it's meaty. It is so you know make sure you got some storage space for it. But uh, I can tell you guys, it is it is a tremendous blessing to have um, you know at your at your disposal because. I, I couldn't do half of the things that I do in ministry without, uh, without that piece. So, um, all right. So logos.com forward slash undying light, make sure you get it because, um, it'll, it'll change your life and your ministry. But, uh, so other than that, so we've got a ton of stuff going on, man. Just you and I seem to be just packed to the gills with, with trying to produce content, it seems. And you know, for Undying Light, you're going to actually be on an episode coming up, yeah, uh, where we discuss heaven, and yeah. that's going to be good. We, it's like, yeah, so, and then on top of that, we got a matter of truth going on too. So, yeah, I don't know how you guys do it, like um, you and uh, Nick, and just all you guys who do. Like, I mean, you're doing two, right? So yeah, you're you're, yeah. The, you're you're in the thick of it, and. And I know Nick is constantly doing stuff and, and yeah. Paul and <clears throat> Jason. So, I, you know, all, all these podcasters, I'm new to it. So um, I'm trying to keep up with you, with you guys. <laughs> well, it's, it's tough because on top of that, I'm still working full time and keeping, keeping family life going. And, and it's, it's a, uh, it's a yeah. handful. So, and you but, got your, your pastoral stuff, you know, yeah, yeah. That. so you're, I got not- some preaching gigs in August, which, um, 
for the here's a, here's a, a nugget that you don't know about yet. But if you're a patron, you will get a week head start on um, the sermons that I preach. So I'm going to make them available to the patrons first, just like I make the podcast available to them first. And then a week after those sermons will go public. So if you're a patron, you'll get that a week up. That's good stuff. And you yeah. also do um, the Bible study if you're a patron, yes. Which, yes. which is super cool. I'm a part of that. Uh, so I would encourage anybody, you, you know, you give it a dollar or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. The Bible study is completely, it's great. It's great to be a part of. Yeah. And those are a huge blessing, not only to me, but to a lot of people. I get people, um, I get people every week that, uh, oh, forgive me. I'm <clears throat> juggling my daughter as well. So we're hanging out together in my office and I am uh, playing dad and podcaster at the same time. So, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, yeah, so I have people DMing me that are patrons and they want uh, all of the time. They they're like, Hey, are we doing a Bible study this week? And I said, well, yes or no, it just depends on, you know, what, what the week is. And we try to do them bi-weekly. I can't always get, to do it weekly. However, I try to do it as often as I possibly can. So they are, uh, um, available to patrons and, uh, it's an exclusive thing that we do. We're walking through, um, the gospel of Mark and I find it to be a tremendous blessing because it's a group conversation. We talk as a group and we kind of unpack it and we get insights and opinions and it's really, really good. And I think it's really fruitful for everybody involved. Yeah. It's, it's been, it's been awesome uh, to be a part of it. So it's, I wish it was every week, honestly, cause it, it, <laughs> so it, do I, cause it really gives you, especially in quarantine kind mm-hmm. of sort of, because you know, we're not, at least in Maryland, we're not gathering at the church and we're not having small groups. So mm-hmm. I find it to be a blessing. Um, and I'm sure other people find that, uh, feel that same way yeah so my 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 goal if we get if i get into ministry full-time this fall um, or early winter my goal would be to make those weekly every sunday night seven o'clock um and then we'll just go through the bible you know we'll go through whatever we're in at that time we're going through mark and we're going slow so we're 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 doing chunks uh we're we've done it three or four times we're in mark three uh we're about halfway through it and we just talk, you know, it's a good conversation and I'm hoping to get into a letter after this. Um, and so, you know, that's an exclusive thing to patrons, but it's a way for me to give back for what everybody's done to help keep this ministry moving forward with all the craziness that's gone on in its, and it's, you know, time. So, yeah. so that's the house cleaning materials. <clears throat> We've scrubbed the windows with uh, Windex and cleaned all the gutters out and uh, on with the show. <laughs> so I was uh, uh, thinking, you know, how did I want to do this um, grand finale? I, I thought a couple different things and I thought maybe I can get some people to come back on and we'll just do a big panel discussion. Uh, and then I was like, meh. I thought about maybe just doing it myself and just talking about God's sovereignty. And I was like, Meh. and then I was like, you know what? We, Anthony and I have got a good rapport together. What's I want you to come on. I want to just talk with you. 
we'll go through some of these attributes that we've talked that, you know, we've done on the show and then we'll do God's sovereignty as kind of the umbrella over all of it. And, uh, and we'll just go from there. So that's the premise of today's show. So we're going to kind of look at some of the, the, you know, where we've uh, come from and then what, you know, how does God's, you know, attributes and that play a role in today's life for us. So, um, one last piece. So as we finish this series, obviously July 31st, the day that this episode airs is the last on the attributes. Then August 7th is the kickoff episode to the eschatology series. Um, so, Big series that I've been putting a ton of time into reading and studying on. Uh, the August 7th episode will lay out the outline for that. And then uh, a little sneak peek. Um, August 14th, we're going to discuss um, death. And then August 21st, we're going to do heaven. And then August 28th, we will talk about hell. And on the 21st, Anthony, you're going to join me for that. We're going to, we've got uh, some stuff we've been talking about yeah. around how we're going to tackle that episode. And then the guys from Bible Dingers are going to join me on the 28th. Oh, so, snap. Yeah. So both of those episodes are sure to be fire. Um, and I have some, uh, some stuff that we're going to, discuss hopefully on the 20th that is just sure to be absolute fire i'm very excited it's a it's a crazy episode so those three episodes death heaven and hell um are are you know the precursor to the end of times right so it's like where do we go when we die what is heaven like what is hell like what are both of those four and i am really excited to get this series moving and i can't even describe the excitement i have for it yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be good yeah, so very excited not only to have you on, but to get those the the crazy guys from Bible Dingers. I, I <laughs> loved recording with them on Ezekiel. They are a blast. Yeah. So they are so fun. Um, unfortunately, uh, we don't have any cool sound clips or, you know, any anything like that. So we can't do anything, you know, spoofed fun like they do. So they they all record in a in a room together. So they've got a a mixing board and it's just drop all their, all their stuff right there for you. So, yeah, I wonder how much I have to ask them how much they do in post. Yeah. I'm curious. Yeah. I, I'm literally as low maintenance post recording as I can be, <laughs> unless I really screw up. I try to make it just, you know, record right, yeah. to, right to publish. So yeah, I'm that lazy. Like if I mess up, I'm like, meh, they'll, they'll enjoy that mess. Up. It's fine. It. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember like the very first episode that Paul and I recorded um long time ago. I mean, this this episode I'm looking at our history right now. If I go all the way back, was February 7th, 2019. So almost a year and a half ago. That episode we recorded probably uh two weeks in advance, and it took Paul probably five or six days of editing really to, to get that thing ready to go and wow. i think a lot of it was we, we we just had no clue what we were doing we were really just ultimately like how do we do this and then it was the bumpy ride for undying light and then we got some consistency and then it was bumpy again <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, and then, you know, we had, uh, we had a good year of shows. I mean, I'm looking at this history. I, I, I thought we did a great job bringing to life this podcast. And then we just had, you know, the early this year, just life just kind of kicked us right in the butt. And, uh, you know, I took the reins in um, March and I decided that we're going to kick off May and just go, go to town. So, um, May has May and June and July. We're all on the attributes of God. And, um, we've been just, I've been just, you know, spitting it since. So yeah, the foot, got, your foot has been on the gas pedal. Oh dude. Yeah. For like real. I mean, you've been producing and outputting a ton of stuff. I'm like, man, how does he have all that time? It's crazy. You know, and, and I got to thinking cause my wife and I talked back in April when, after Paul and I decided to go our separate ways, I told her, I said, you know, the biggest thing I really want to take with this, this ministry is I want to make, I want to produce content for people and I want to make it edifying for people. And so, you know, she was totally on board with me. And honestly, the whole quarantine thing was probably the biggest blessing to happen for me because it gave me the opportunity to, uh, to, to sit down and record episodes. And my wife decided that because she wasn't working, her and my daughter went back to her parents' house for a couple of, uh, weeks. And so for like five, six days at a time over a couple of months, they would leave. And so I would just sit at home and I, I mean, I remember texting you, I'm like recording three episodes tonight and I just hammered through material and the episode actually that just dropped this past Friday on God's self-existing existence. This episode aired July 17th was recorded June 16th. Wow. So, I mean, I was that far ahead Yeah. and I've already recorded as this today's the 18th of July. I've already recorded the intro for the eschatology series. That's done nice. in the books. Nice. And, I'm going to record episode number two, probably tonight. And then you and I are planning a day to get the heaven at, uh, episode recorded. We're not, I'm not too, you know, like we got to do it right now. Right. Cause uh, me and the Bible dingers that we're going to do their episode. I think like the 13th is what we're looking at. 12th, 12th. Okay. No, that's, that's August. Where am I at? The ninth. See, man, I got to get a planner. This is, this all is in my head. None of it's written out. You don't, you don't, you don't use your uh, eye calendar. No, bro. Dude. Dude, the wife, the wife, man, she's got it down. Like I get like, I'm on my phone and it's dinging like crazy. Cause she's adding or deleting stuff. Like, I mean, yeah. thank God for her organization. Cause our family household would be nuts. Oh my um, God. I can't even imagine. Yeah. I might actually have that conversation with my wife tonight. I'm like, Hey, I'm going to make a shared calendar for you and I, and that way you can see what I've got going on and I can see what you want to get done. And it is and, the best thing. Yeah. Swear it, it's the best thing. And it's not like we, you know, we're, we're not adventurous people. My wife and I are very homely. Uh, we don't go do a ton of stuff, but it would make it really easy to just see what we have in each other's minds yeah. as the days unpack. So as we just kind of babble on, let's, <laughs> let's look back here at this series. I, I pulled this up and I was looking at our, our at my post history here. Um, we, we had a, a rocky ride um, 
after March, I mean, we, we did some episodes early in the year and January was just awful. Um, February, we did some good stuff and then we, we kind of stopped at the 14th. Paul did an episode, um, on, on cults and then we had nothing. Um, I, I don't think we actually did a separate or did a joint episode, him and I, um, uh, I'm looking back at the round table 11 was January 28th. That was the last time him and I sat and did an episode together. Well, wow. yeah, just you two. Cause yeah. you, yeah. Okay. Cause you guys did the grounded and rooted. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 You guys were doing. Yeah. So, so from January until then, well, I'm, I'm sorry, January until March 4th, that's the, the times that span that him and I couldn't get an episode recorded because of scheduling. And then he did an episode, did a couple, and then I started the attribute series in March. So I thought, I'm like, I'm going to just go ahead and start doing this and we'll go from there. Right. And then he, you know, then what the premise was, well, I'll do an episode and then he'll do an episode. And then we both would record an episode together. And then that kind of just never happened. And then we decided to do the grounded and rooted April 14th when that aired. And then after that, nothing i mean we just went silent for a while and so i decided that was i think before we actually we might have recorded that in early april that episode Mm -hmm. and uh and i think that right around was the time that uh we we decided to split the show and so i just said you know what may 1st i'm kicking this off i'm going into overdrive and i started hard out of the gate man i went with Mm -hmm. gods and infantude and um and then i went into god's immensity did the omnis i did all three (laughs) in one episode and then i had jason on for god's immutability i had katie uh for god's faithfulness and then emma and courtney for god's truthfulness that was a blast i love that episode it was so much fun yeah yeah um and then z came on for the justice of god uh god simplicity i had um leanne which like i said she is uh she is so so smart uh i absolutely i i learned a lot out of that episode mm-hmm. and then you and i kicked uh kicked it on god's love right and then i had hasty for god's mercy and then i flew solo until the end of this show i did god's holiness God's self-existence and God's perfection, which dropped last week as this episode airs. (laughs) I admit I have to catch up. Yeah. See, that's how you mean you've been consistent. Yeah. We've been getting these things out. So, yeah. And, you know, you and I have been consistent with ours, right? We, we committed to the 15th and the end of the month for a matter of truth. Yeah. I just missed one. So that's cool. Yeah. So that's good. You're right. I mean, all in, all out kind of a thing. So. It's yeah. good. And you know, this, this whole series has been a blessing because it really, to me, it shows the support of people that in my life, in this ministry, uh, I, all I had to do was just DM somebody and they were instantly on board. I, I never had to like pry anything. Everybody was all in the second I asked them and I allowed everybody to pick their own attribute. And the, the amazing thing about all of this series was when I gave the person the ability to pick, they all had their own attribute already picked up 
Um, yeah. And I, I don't think anybody actually picked the same attribute. I like, I maybe, I think I gave Hasty a choice of like two or three. Cause I was like, this is what I'm left with. Right. And, and the one she picked was the one she wanted. And I was like, well, that, that worked out really well. Yeah. And, and I think, uh, I had the same thing with, with Leanne, but I had four of them and she picked simplicity because she's like, we just did a whole study of that. I, that's the one I was, would love to do. I was like, that that's perfect. Right. So, I mean, this whole series was just, was well laid out and, and I absolutely am blessed to have so many people in my corner to just to move forward. And I'm really curious at how this, the eschatology series is going to pan out because I've got, again, a lot of people DM me every single day asking me what my opinion on the end of times is. And so we're going to plow through this and I'm going to have some people on, uh, I've got, I got to reach out to a pastor who is um, an amillennialist. And mm. so I'm going to see if I can't get him on to record uh, and, and talk about his perspective and his view, why he thinks he's right. And everybody else is wrong. Uh, and I, <laughs> <laughs> I actually, so I probably lean more amillennialist really? right now. Yeah. So I'm, than anything else. So. Right now, I'm pretty. I mean, yeah. I guess if I dig in a little bit, you know, and study, I mean, you know, the reality of it is, um, you don't know. You're gonna know when Christ returns. That's, uh, absolutely. Know, that's that's the bottom line. And, and we look, we, we look obviously to signs and and things that are happening around us. But I mean, I, I, everything that's going on. I mean, I'm kind of like, you know, I don't know that the how uh, the Amelinius can can still look. I guess it that way, but again, you just, you don't know. It's all very subjective, I, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and it's, I mean, you can never exhaust, I guess, studying it either because um, nothing's hard and fast with respect to it um, in, in scripture. Um, Christ gave us enough knowledge, enough information and, you know, nobody knows the day or the time. So that's it. <laughs> And, you know, and I think that actually brings up a really good lead into what we were originally talking about. And that's just God's sovereignty, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we we can, you know, when I was, like I said, when I was recapping all of this show, I was really thinking, like, what do I want to end with? How do I want to finish this series? And, you know, I think in today's current environment with the church and with the the secular movements going on, what Christians need to do is rest in this. You can call it an attribute, but I think it's something bigger and that's just God's sovereignty. I think that is the character nature of God himself. Yeah. absolutely. God is sovereign. And I think that encompasses all of his attributes perfectly. And I think that's something that Christians uh, often forget, uh, especially in today's dynamic and, and really destructive culture. Yeah. I mean, to think that somebody, you know, is gets so prideful because they think they know God, like, I mean, you know, that's, it, it can be a real problem because, um, uh, you know, the interesting thing, Jay Packer just passed away, but in his book, he talks about, there's a, there's knowing God. Um, and we know where he is, it's, you know, he's, he, what, what a saint. Um, but there's a difference between knowing about God and knowing God. So you could stuff your head full of theology and doctrine and creeds and confessionals, and but not know God. You can mm-hmm. know about. So, uh, you know, 
to your point, I think that um, God's who he is, his character, um, you know, that's the whole study of you know the attributes. So you're really getting to know God and it, it's important to kind of find that place where you're understanding how to meditate on these types of things to get to mm-hmm. know him. And, and, and that's something, you know, listen, uh, with that book, listening to that book, cause I actually am listening to it. Um, it kind of struck me. I was like, wow, that's, that's pretty huge. You know, you can read, you can memorize, but like you might not know God. And that, right. that kind of gave me a zap kind of pinched me. I'm like, wow, I, you know, something to, for me to kind of focus on, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I think it goes back to this um, kind of concept of uh, being, you know, knowledgeable, right? You could be, you can have all the ivory tower theologian knowledge, theological knowledge that you want. You can be the smartest in your field. You can know all there is to know about the history. I, I mean, prime example, look at Bart Ehrman. I mean, the man's really, really smart. Mm-hmm. And yet he is not a Christian. He rejects Christ. Mm-hmm. And that's a tragedy. And I mean, he has all of this knowledge and yet misses the premise of God being, you know, who he is and Christ being who he is. And I think that goes to show God's sovereignty over election. Yeah. Because you can you can still have all of this knowledge and miss the bigger picture. Yeah. It's it's a hard thing. Uh mm-hmm that's the bottom line with, with God. And, you know, you could have the biggest brain in the world and and pack everything in there. And I mean, there's just countless, right. Countless people who are just, just amazing, smart, you know, of why we have technology and they reject God. Yeah. And I don't know why you would think, I think, I think the thing is, at least what I've heard from a lot of these brilliant type of people is, it's almost like it's so simple. It's too yeah. simple. It's like, are you kidding me? It's it's almost like it's Santa Claus. It's just it's it's. But that's the thing. It, it's you know it's that simple to understand, and mm-hmm. um, you can really kind of have it all blocked by knowledge, and you get too much knowledge, you get too puffed up in knowledge, and you can really miss the mark. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I mean it. It just it saddens me when when we try to make the gospel to be this complex, you know, theological document or statement or, you know, if you don't adhere to this, that or the other, um, then you then you're not saved or to to take it to the other level that, you know, oh, if you don't believe in, you know, or if you reject these secondary items or, you know, if you don't believe in what I believe, then obviously you're not saved. And, or if you're not, you don't hold to my confessions, then are you really saved? Or if you're not a, you know, this particular denomination, then are, you know, do you truly know who Christ is? I mean, look, um, you know, some of the things that I'm reading, like I'm reading right now, Ambrose of Milan, um, you know, an early church father from the late three hundreds. And, and to be honest with you, like there's so much wealth of knowledge to be gained but as I'm reading his book, I'm, I'm what I'm struck with is the simplicity of the way he presents his to- his do- his topics. It's it's, hmm. um, you know, talking about you know very simple ideas of God. It's talking about, it's talking about um, 
the premise of the Christian life, what we should believe, how we should understand things. And I'm really struck with the overall, um, just, just really, like I said, the simplicity to it, because it's, he doesn't make it complex. He doesn't make it this really long, you know, string of, you know, you connect the dots and then you have this and that it's just, here it is. This is what the early church believed in. And I, I think over time language and, you know, understanding of documents can unfold and, and, things can adapt and that's fine. But I think if we move away from the core, then we move away from who Christ is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a, I don't, yeah, it's a great point. I mean, I'm just thinking that, you know, you, you, you want to continue to grow and, but it almost seems like sometimes we get caught up in these conversations and it's fine. I think as long as we're not dividing about it, but you know, what does this mean? What does that mean? Could, it could mean this, it could mean that. It's tied to this, it's tied to that. And I, yeah, th- mm-hmm. that's too general, but yep. I'm not giving any examples. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I think that's where I think we get kind of tied up and arguments start and it, it can be, um, it can get ugly. Yeah. You know, it, it, the, the core thing is the primaries, um, you know, of, of the Christian faith. You know, that's, mm-hmm. th- those are the core things that we have to agree on. Absolutely. Across the board. So, so I think obviously one of the things that we should all be able to agree on is God's sovereignty, right? God is sovereign over all things. And some of this text that I pull up, I mean, it just really is the staple to him. Revelation 21, six, he said to me, it is done. I am the alpha, the omega, the beginning and the end to the thirsty. I will give water without cost from the spring of the water of life. And you know, these statements, Colossians 1.16, for in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. Mm. And then Romans 11.33, oh, the depths of riches of wisdom and knowledge of God, how unsearchable his judgments and paths beyond tracing out. And to me, this is just the perfect statement, sentiment to who... God is because he is the alpha, the omega. And I think, you know, his, his comments to Job. I was just thinking about Job. It's so funny. <laughs> that I'm not even kidding. I mean, go ahead. Sorry. No, I, it's funny. Um, but I think his comments to Job, dude, they're like the most right to, they're like a throat punch to man because here's man making themselves prideful and haughty with knowledge. Mm-hmm. And then, and then God steps in and he goes, who are you? Who oh, is man? man? Right. Exactly. <laughs> you are dust. <laughs> and I, I just sit back and I think I'm like, man, that is just beautiful because yeah. it, it, it makes me think I, I have no means to call upon and, and make myself knowledgeable over anything because who am I? except dust. Yeah, that the whole Job story. And, and, you know, you you see it through the Old Testament as well. That same type of question, uh, you know, who is man? You know, uh, I don't know. It's I guess I look at scripture as very much as, you know, I'm going to dig in because and and take exactly what I'm reading for what it is and what it means, because honestly, my small, finite mind, I mean, I can't comprehend God 
And mm-hmm. uh, and as you read these things, yeah, you know, you question and you dig in and you study. Um, but overall, I mean, I'm just a speck, and mm-hmm. I need to go to, I need to go to scripture to understand how I can get through this life I'm living. Um, and I'm not going to question God in the sense of questioning, well, this might mean this or that because it it's applicable to my current situation and it, it, it justifies a potential questionable sin or something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, this, this, I think that's what we kind of end up doing. And instead yeah. of saying God is sovereign over all, his word is sovereign and it's, the same as it was yesterday, it's today and for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So, you, you brought up a good point, and I want to <clears throat> I want to ask you this question because this was presented to me, and and before I give you context to it, I'm going to ask you this question, or I'm going to make this statement. And I want your opinion on it. Uh, we do not go to the text to interpret it, right? Because it's the way you said, you go back to scripture to see what it's saying, right? Mm-hmm. So you. So we don't go to the text to interpret the text. We look at the text and say, what is this doing to me? Mm -hmm. What do you think about that statement? Well, you go to the text. I mean, so. Because the text says what it says, right? Right. And and what you have to take into consideration, and I'm the furthest thing from even being like to say about hermeneutics and I'm learning all that um, from you. You type, you type a guy. So, but <laughs> when I'm reading, it, j- just like a question I saw on a, on a DM about, hey, what is this? What do you think this verse means? You know, mm-hmm. because Jehovah's Witness think this. You got to look mm-hmm. at the context. You got to look at the before and the after and who it's talking to, um, what it's talking about directly. And so you learn the, you know, you learn application. Um, yep. So um, I don't ever go to, to scripture to, to find a verse say and apply it to a specific situation it just right i don't know i i don't do that and i'm not saying that it's wrong i i I, just saying to me it's about reading it in in full meditating on that and finding the application in my life to what's you know what's being said or what god is is saying through through his word Mm -hmm. yeah and 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 it's not to say that you can't come back and say you know um, this is what the text means and this is how it should apply, right? Because right. that's that's hermeneutics and yeah. it's understanding the context of, of the text. It's, you know, it's digging into it. But I, um, the reason I asked the question is because uh, my instructor and I and my, my mentor team for school had a conversation in uh, the middle of June and we were talking about um, – the, the premise, because uh, I'm getting into Old Testament, New Testament studies this summer, was biblical interpretation. And mm-hmm. one of the things that I'm, I'm trying to kind of not necessarily take with me in my theological backpack, if you would, is this idea that text, uh, you know, that I have to spend time to interpret text. Like, what is this saying, right? What does this mean to me type thing? Because here's the thing. The text has been around for eh, give or take 17 to 1800 years, right? So you, you want to say the Bible's been uh, around the late 300s, I think, mm-hmm. if, if I'm correct in that time frame, three to four hundreds when they started to get full manuscripts. It might have been a little earlier. They had obviously they've had manuscripts since Paul wrote them 
you know, and Luke wrote them and John and Peter wrote them um, in the 50s and 60s. But complete, you know, one complete cohesive Bible, uh, I think was in the late 300s. Don't quote me on that. I could be wrong, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) But, you know, so we've had the Bible for a long time. And it's not up to us today to say the Bible's telling me this, right? And this is how, you know, because that you're getting into subjective interpretation. Mm-hmm. The, the Bible literally said the same thing since they wrote the Bible. And what the Bible's aim, especially the gospel, what the Bible's aim is to do is to kill us and make us alive in Christ. It's to put us to death in our old self and make us alive in Christ. And that is exactly what the Bible is doing. Yeah. I th- and, uh, just add, to add to add to that, I think, I think scripture, um, it's a light. It's, it's a light that shines pointing to Christ. Um, Absolutely. And from the beginning to end. And, and that is why God gave his word because he knew all things he knew, you know, and this is the whole thing with God being sovereign. And, um, he knew at the beginning of time before any, he, anything unfolded, what was going to transpire. I, I, you know, he's yep. God I, and I can't yep. understand what that really means. Um, but the bottom line is God has been revealing Jesus, um, since the beginning, yep. um, through the old Testament, through the new, new Testament. So not only is it to highlight, obviously man is sinful and prodful and we, we are not good enough to do this, but it's again, it's the beacon of light that we have, you know, a savior and why Christ came and he's always been, he's always been. And I think it's a beautiful thing. Um, And and this kind of gets into really the understanding of how important it is, our knowledge of God, right knowledge of God and through the attributes and studying the attributes, you, you, you get that because right knowledge of God, it affects every part of somebody's life, how we act, how we go to work, how do we raise our kids, these types of thing. And because, I mean, the psalmist says, there's no one like you. There's Mm -hmm. no one like God. So we need to know God, not know, just know about him. Right. We need to know him in our hearts. And that's interesting that you bring it up because how it impacts our everyday life, you know, looking at God's sovereignty in general, you know, just a few points that it's, you know, God's sovereignty calls for our submission to him. It's Mm -hmm. knowing God, it's knowing his commandments. It's knowing what Christ called us to do. Uh, His sovereignty provides us comfort knowing that God is indeed in control. And as we look out our window today, we've got, you know, massive civil unrest, um, likes that haven't been seen in a long time. Uh, especially in the U.S. And, and really all over the world, you have lockdowns from the governments because of COVID. You've got uh, racial hatred and, and up, you know, uprising. But God is still sovereign in all of that. Uh, his sovereignty inspires us to worship him, as we see countlessly throughout the Old Testament, the Psalms in particular, and uh, well into, you know, the New Testament. Um, so we've got these these pieces, right, of what God, you know, what His sovereignty brings us to, mm-hmm. and, and i I love the I love the fact that it brings us comfort. It brings us this peace and this knowledge that through all of life's workings, 
we have a God who is in control over all things. I can't imagine living life without the knowledge of God in everything I'm seeing in raising my kids and everything around mm-hmm. me because I would have nothing to hold on to. I would go crazy. I would absolutely go crazy. I'd be just, I don't know where I'd be. So um, I, you, you nailed that. And I think ultimately all of his attributes, you, you put them all together. Mm-hmm. What they say is God is holy. Only yes. God is holy, right? So mm-hmm. each of these attributes is connected to another attribute and they're all holy and they mm-hmm. never, the amazing thing is when you, and, and I haven't studied all of them, but the ones that I've listened to your show and have studied is none of them contradict their, each other. They're never right. conflicting yep. with each other. How, like, that's an amazing piece of information um, that you see when you start studying these things and you start reading books about his attributes. And that's, that's a beautiful thing because what it says is God alone is holy. No one else is. Yep. And I think, uh, you know, I don't know how I can even say it any better than that because you just nailed it, but you know, they don't contradict each other. They are all interconnected and we've, we've stressed throughout the whole series, how one connects to another plays off another builds upon another you know this is that foundation or now that you understand this this makes this one easier to comprehend and we've seen that time and time again uh how they're all woven together and i mean if you really want to study these um none greater is a great book uh the attributes of god by aw pink uh aw tozer wrote a couple good books on those so by all means get the resources and study them um, I'd, I'd vote for AW pink and uh, none greater as I my said. like go to's Yep. Be just for the fact that they are, you know, a, a deep dive into the attributes, just period. They just are phenomenal building blocks to understanding that. So, I mean, this is, this is an episode that could go on forever. Uh, you know, we, we, we could talk about God's sovereignty and we do talk about it quite often on all of our shows, Mm -hmm. you know, just the fact that God is in control, uh, and he is present. And even with those who are rioting and standing up for what they think is right, God is still sovereign over those instances to keep man from doing the absolute most vilest things man is possibly capable of doing. Yep. And, you know, I, I, I want to bring up a story because this kind of hits home to me. Um, so in a town north of me uh, where my aunt lives, they had just sentenced a woman to 35 years in prison for beating to death her five-year-old son. <sighs> and there was some outrage over the lightness of the sentence. They all mm-hmm. wanted it to be life in prison or the death penalty. And, you know, something that kind of, and my wife and I talked about it last night when we were walking, one of the things that really kind of hits on my heart, you know, and I've heard, I've heard this analogy used all, a lot, you know, cause people always question where's God in, in the pain and the brokenness of the world. And, it, you know, like for, and the people like to go and use the, uh, um, the internment camp or the, you know, the Nazi camps in, in Germany where they took the Jews to um concentration camps 
You know, they, they, yeah. they love to go to that. Well, why wasn't God there to stop all of it? Well, God was there, but God allows, you know, things to happen to order in order to, you know, progress his, you know, plan. So during these concentration camps, it's always that question, right? Where was God? And, you know, we can just point back to saying that God was still present, even with those who were suffering and, you know, being tortured. God is still with the Christian who has suffered and who has been tortured. We see that in Paul's writings when he's in jail, when he's being, you know, flogged, beaten, shipwrecked. Mm -hmm. God never gave up or Paul never gave up hope on God. God was always present with Paul. And just because you're a Christian doesn't mean you're instantly rescued from all suffering and persecution. That's right. And just because God is sovereign doesn't mean that God is going to just magically remove all of the sin in the world, because that comes at the second coming when the new heavens and the new earth come. Yeah. I, you know what to add on to that? So we, we're sinful people. We live in a fallen world. And so bad things are going to happen because of our fallen state. And, and mm-hmm. to add on to what you're saying, God is with, um, he's with, he was with Paul. He was with Peter. He's with all the disciples, all the apostles who were, who, who became martyrs. Um, he was with his people from the beginning. He was with yeah. Adam. He was with, you know, Abel. He was with all the way through the people, um, in Egypt. He's been there and revealing mm-hmm. Christ all through that. And which led into, um, Christ's coming. So, um, Ultimately, all things are to glorify God. We are Definitely. we are here to know God. That's why we're here mm-hmm. and to glorify yep. God. And that's that's what we need to do when we spread the message of of Christ and what He's done for us. Um, because it should it shouldn't always be you know we're sinners, we're the praise, we're this that. I mean, you know, there's got to be a healthy balance because. Um, God is so good. He's sovereign and he's, he does so much for us that we should praise him and we should sing of his, you know, of his glory and what he's done for each, each person. So it's, um, a great point you made, uh, with, with respect to God is with these people. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they always ask the question, who is God? What is, you know, what is God? What are you, what are you talking about? And you know what? Study God. And how do you study them is exactly in what you've done with sharing the attributes and, and digging. In. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Yep. And, and I just hope that this whole series was, was edifying to people. And again, do your own research, dig into mm-hmm. these books that I've recommended, you know, um, get into your Bible. You've got a great promo through logos.com right now to get a great deal on their software. So you can have that everywhere you go. And I use logos on my phone far more than I use any other Bible app because it's seamless. I get all of my material right there and I can do, I can review notes. I can look at commentaries. Like just the other night, my wife and I were doing our Bible study and I pulled up logos, went to a commentary, went right to what we were talking about and helped explain mm-hmm. something that we both had a question. It's great. On. All and, the translations as well. It's yeah. You get so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, you know, it, it's it's a great tool. So please listen to the series, do your own research, read the books, invest time into knowing God. That's the best thing I could tell you. 
And that's it for this episode um, and this series. So this episode wasn't a deep dive into God's sovereignty. It's just a simple conversation. This this topic goes so much more deeper. It's it's a vast, never-ending conversation that Anthony and I will continue having. God is, right? Um, so, <laughs> I yeah, mean, it's, just, it's awesome. It, it just never, it can never be exhausted. Yeah. And if you think you've exhausted it, you're doing theology wrong. <laughs> just telling yeah, you. Totally. So... Any additional thoughts or anything before we wrap the no, show? No, um, I think you nailed everything. And um, I would also say uh, read or listen to Knowing God from J.I. Packer. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm doing Absolutely. that plug because as of yesterday, um, he just passed away. Mm-hmm. And I said that earlier, but it, it, it made me go back to to listen to the book again. And mm-hmm. and there's just so much you get when, when you go through these uh, the, these types of books one two three four times so um, it's a great resource absolutely read his books they are a godsend he was a true titan yeah in the faith so check him out and uh guys make sure you head over and listen to the matter of truth episodes we're we're trying to get those shows really hot you know moving forward and steamrolling them Uh, we've got a, a a secret guest that we're working on scheduling to come on in early super august so for sure super excited so make sure you check that out um and we've got plenty of stuff up our sleeves you know we talk about uh you know just questions and answers we bring on people for topical discussions and just make it a lighthearted show so um make sure you follow matter of truth follow follow anthony obviously on on instagram he puts out content that supersedes mine oh, any day of the week you're too kind well I, I see the I see the time you put into your posts and it's it's easy to see that you you take you know take a good approach to it. I need to put more time yeah. into mine. So. Hey man, we gotta have uh you know I wanna get that Trinity Buster dude on. That's what we <laughs> That's oh man we have a little bit of a debate that, here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what? Would I'd be down for uh, a a conversational debate like that. I you know, I did an Instagram live once with that was good. You know, a while back with with that. Yeah, it was so, good. Yeah. And uh, if we can be in similar. love and in kindness. Amen. For sure. Yep. yep. All right. So, uh, guys, that's it for the show. Make sure you follow Anthony and uh, go back through and listen to the attribute series. I hope they're edifying. Listen to them a few times. Take notes. I've had a lot of people say they have and they absolutely loved it. Check out the Matter of Truth episodes as they come. Don't forget the Logos promo. And if you have not entered this giveaway for the Creeds and Confessions Bible, do so. It's an amazing Bible. I love mine. So get in on that. Guys, that's it for the episode and the series. I will see you all at the end of times. God bless. God bless. Peace. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
normally being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. 